Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey ladies, it's Shirley Strawberry. As women, we put our hearts into everything. May is High Blood Pressure Education Month, and it's time to focus on our heart health. Release the Pressure wants to help black women look at self-care as an act of self-preservation. During High Blood Pressure Education Month, let's help get our goal of 100,000 black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. Visit iHeartRadio.com RTP for official rules and a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. That's iHeartRadio.com RTP. Imagine a sharp, stabbing pain on your skin. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful, blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today. Hey, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community. Letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Junior, are you ready? Yes, I am. Uh, It's time for the Strawberry Letter with my good friend, Shirley Strawberry. Yes, it is. Thank you so much, sir. Subject, my neighbors are ghetto fabulous. Dear Steve and Shirley, I am a 32-year-old single black man. I am a college professor, and I just bought my first condo in a nice new development in a quiet suburb. I come from a family of educators, and I was taught to be well-behaved and to mind my manners at all times. For this reason, I'm having a big problem with my new neighbors. They're a young married couple, and they are, pardon the expression, ghetto as heck. So far, we are the only blacks in the community, and they are just too much. Even though we have central air conditioning in the building, their windows are always up, so you can hear everything that's going on at their house. The TV is up so loud, and they talk loudly 24-7. I can hear the guy yell his wife from across the hall, Shamika, Shamika, girl, you hear me. 
when they are going down the stairs outside, it sounds like they're about to tear them down. Whenever they pull up to park, their music is blasting. I don't know what's wrong with them. Two other neighbors have complained about the noise, but they are afraid to talk to the guy. So they asked me to do it. I tried to talk to him and told him there have been a few complaints, but he was not trying to hear it, and he said he will do as he darn well pleases in his own home. I called the cops a couple of times to report a noise disturbance, but nothing's changed. I don't want to come across as being uppity, but I am embarrassed by them. They are living up to every stereotype about our race. I may have to rent out my condo and move somewhere else. How would you handle this? Well, I would definitely rent out my condo if I could. If I could do that, I would. I mean, your home is supposed to be, you know, your sanctuary, your safe haven. Uh, If you can't have peace and quiet in your own home, uh, you you would have to make some changes, I would think. You could definitely choose where you want to live. And and I'm sure your, your condo wasn't cheap, and you shouldn't have to tolerate this sort of foolishness. Um, you know, uh, I think you should, I really do think you should rent it out. This way, Shamika and them don't have to find out that it's you calling the police on them. Because if they found out, I don't think that would be pretty. Because you already know, he said, he, you know, he had words with you when you went over there to tell him about it. So I say, leave them alone. Try to rent out your place or try to take a different approach, maybe. Maybe invite them over and practice some of those manners that you grew up learning, you know, uh, being well behaved and all of that. Yeah. Invite them over. You never know. They may change. (laughs) They may change. You never know. Even the change in him. (laughs) Steve. (laughs) Go ahead. Man, I don't know how. How would you handle it? Uh, Not not the way you is. (laughs) See, you know, let me. uh, I don't know how to put this to you, man. I understand you. 32, single. You're a college professor. You know, you bought your first condo in a new development, quiet. You know, come from family educators, well-behaved, mind your manners. But you got these neighbors, man, they're young couple, but they ghetto as hell. <laughs> That's yeah. what said. Yeah, hooding them to move in. Mm-hmm. And I understand the dilemma you got, man, because what you do, man, sometimes, man, you work hard, you try to better yourself, and you try to put yourself in a better position. It's a common thing for a lot of people to move out the hood, even though there's a lot of good in the hood, man. A lot of great people there, a lot of great churches, businesses, teachers, police officers, a lot of good stuff in the hood. Now, the hood get a bad rap, but you know why we get a bad rap. And you know who give us the bad rap. Because it's just enough of us that stay there. Mm. Two of them that moved out with you. Now, they loud. Y'all got central air, but they windows is always up. That's a hood move. You know that. You know in the projects you open your window. You run this air bill up. We know we got central air. We're going to let this air in here save some of their money. So they, they got them windows up because they got to hold down on that central air so they can stay there. You can't lose your house because you can't pay for the air. So you hear everything they going on. TV loud. They loud. Hood people talk loud. <laughs> oh, do they? Usually because it's real crowded in your house. There's a bunch of other people in there talking. <laughs> so gonna, hey! <laughs> That's what yeah. I want to hear. Hey, man, you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> go down the store. You want to go to the store? You go to the store. I ain't going no damn store. We're already in the store. Yeah. 
Where you going? I don't know where. <laughs> <laughs> you quit asking me. You ask somebody. See this? Knock, knock. You won't go to store. Anybody want to? He said he ain't going. Who? Knock, knock. Knock, knock. You go to store. Knock, knock. You going to store. Can I use your car? Yeah, no, you can't use my car. <laughs> <laughs> So now, uh-huh. you dealing with that. <laughs> he yelling at her, Shamika! <laughs> Shamika, you hear me? You hear me? <laughs> yeah, she hear you. She ignoring you. Now, the two other neighbors done complained about the noise. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I love them. They not black, because y'all done said nope. y'all are only uh-huh. blacks out there. Uh-huh. So some non-blacks done complained, but they scared to ask her. So they done went to the other black, which is you. <laughs> Yep. And ask you to go talk to that black, because <laughs> yeah. maybe he'll take it better coming from your blackness. Yeah. But see, black and hood is different things. Yeah. Now, you don't want to come across as uppity, but you went over there and you tried talking to him. And what did he tell you? You said, <laughs> hey, man, I mean, you know, trying to tell you there's been a few complaints. You know, I ain't anybody trying to hear that. <laughs> I do the hell I want. Dog, hey, dog, hold up, dog. Dog, this is my house. Mm. Famous hood words, yeah. these my house. I've mm. used them before in suburban neighborhoods. <laughs> with neighbors who have said stuff to me. Hello. I don't want to come across as being uppity, but I'm embarrassed by mm-hmm. them. Yes, you are. They can be embarrassing, especially when you're trying to act like you something. And they ain't trying to act like nothing except who they is. All right, Steve, hold on. Hang on to that thought. We'll have part two. I may have to rent out my condo. I'm not renting out my damn condo. Of your, of your response coming I'm up. I'm going to tell you what you need to my say. My neighbors are ghetto fabulous is the subject. Now, he don't want to go over there and talk to this fool because they loud, they ghetto. They represent every stereo about the race. The other neighbors done complain. They didn't ask him since he black. Because he act like he must know him or know a special way to break it to him. He done went over there and talked to this fool. This fool got loud with him, told him, can't nobody tell him what to do. He's just his damn house. Mm. So, you know, now the, the professor dude, young, 32, and got his money together, moved out. He trying not to come uppity, but he says, I'm embarrassed by them. They are living to every stereotype about our race. I may have to rent out my condo and move somewhere else. How would you handle this? They not running me out my house. <laughs> I'm just going to say that to you right now. They're not running me out of my house. I got to at least take one more stab at this. I got to go over there and just tell them, hey, man, hey, man, hey, man look at him. Hey, Demetrius, hey, let me talk to you. Hey, man, can we go somewhere just go for a ride? See, you got to get his ass away from his house. You got to get him somewhere away from his house where you could talk to him. Take him down to the park. Say, hey, look, bro. I know, man, you and your wife, man, probably moved out here, man, because y'all doing good. Y'all just want to get a taste of the good life, man. Probably come up hard and everything, and you just trying to make it better for yourself. Mm -hmm. Me too, man. 
But you got these white folks in here looking at us crazy right now. I'm gonna just be real with you. They looking at us straight crazy, man. And they looking at us crazy because of your ass, Demetri. You and Shamika in here, man. And I'm telling y'all, man, I bought this place right here, man. And dog, man, they just think, man, they just think all this is this way. And I know you want better than this, man. Y'all probably want to have some kids and have your kids come up, man. But damn, dog, we got to do better, man. We can't let these, man, we, dog, man, we can't let them feel this way about us. You feel me? <laughs> no, hell no, I don't feel nothing. <laughs> That's no, 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 I don't, I don't know why. I'm, oh, uh, what, they send you up here? They, uh, they. So. You may have to do it a different way, dog. Uh, I would have some people talk with him. Uh huh. You know, some, some my cousins. Like oh, oh, oh. Go visit. What? Him. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's, I'm just telling you what I do. Now, he's not going to do this. He probably going to have to rent his little place out because he's bush. Yeah. He's a little college professor. And stuff. <laughs> he, he, he ain't had his ass whoop or nothing. So he's going to go over there and Demetrius and Shamika going to whoop his ass. So he probably need to go and get out. Yeah, yeah, he probably need to go and get out. So let's do a reenactment. Oh, God. I'm Demetrius. And Jay, you come over to the house to tell me I'm loud. Oh, I let's thought he was going to be Shamika. Yeah, I thought I was going to be Shamika, huh? yeah. I thought he I want to be Shamika. <laughs> okay. You know he does. Yeah. Steve, you know he want to be Shamika. Okay, so, well, you, you we this... This gonna be after we the couple. We going over. Yeah, there. We, yeah, we, we the together, couple, right? and this after yeah. the dude then talked to me yeah. about piping. You coming down. back to tell me what he said? Yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, yeah. you just got yeah. back. I love yeah. it. Yeah. All right, baby. Yeah. What up? What's up? What's going look, on? Look here. Hold on, hold on. You know, Let me turn this chicken over. I got chicken cooking right now, and I'm gonna oh. turn that over. Hold on, hold on. No, no, no. I had that door open, so I know you smelled it all the way down the hallway. No, no. I like keep my door open. No. Uh-oh. Black bastard. Hey, that, that, that's not a reenactment. Is that this is the reenactment. That's real. See, that's what, that what Demetrius were talking about. <laughs> Demet- now, baby, let me tell you something. Demetrius had us, told me, man, we need to pipe down a little bit, baby. We talking too loud. You talking about up in that ass, Demetrius? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. On the fifth him. floor. Yeah. Up on the fifth floor. Yeah, Bougie. yeah. The one that wear his sweat around his shirt like he yeah. all bidding everybody else. Yeah. He said something to you about yeah, that. Yeah, baby, he going he gonna to take me down to the park and talk to me. Told me that him and the white folk up in here tripping because cause we be talking loud, our TV loud. And you, we go down the steps like we tearing them up and all this. You here. got to be lying to me. When no, that happened? No, when I all that happened? Today, the, the morning? You know, I been want to whip his ass just on, on PG. Just you on see that PG. crazy, ain't it? I know. I know. I said, damn. You know what I'm saying? I'm damn, dog. So we, so we brush. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to uh-huh. get him, you know, to understand, you know, how we is and everything. And yeah. he said, well, we wasn't. <laughs> you know, I think he think he better enough because he drive Mercedes, Mercedes, whatever, Mercedes Benz's. Oh, he got uh, Mercedes Benzes. He drive Mercedes Benzes, right? So he think he bad enough because we still drive shit. We got the same money. We in here, right? Ain't we in here? <laughs> Hell yeah, we got the same money. But see, whole problem is though, he probably just trying that, you know, trying to fit in where he get in. You know what I'm saying? Probably got an application in down the country club and everything. I said, damn, you, dog. What I said, you well, why don't you, you just come on up in here? Look, me and my girl be drinking forties on the weekend. Come on up, oh, act like folk. Come on up, say you like, know, like people. Hell yeah, you know we got that you grill, got the grill out on the balcony. Uh-huh. 
Oh. I'm talking about you got to smell what we cooking. Come on up and get some. Don't act no, like you don't, ain't don't. chilling. Hey, 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 Meek. Hey, Meek, get in this here. Then he come talking mm-hmm. about, no, that gives policy. You ain't really supposed to have no grill on the balcony. I, I ain't never seen that. no policy say that. Well, where you, you going to barbecue at? And where you going to dry your delicate things but out on the balcony? Where you going to dry that? Man, these people right here, man. It's crazy, man. They do, man. I said, damn, D. They number foolishness. They number foolishness, man. Straight foolishness. He talked to you like that. Like a man to man. He talked to you man to man like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm going like, damn, dog. You know, we can't even get up here and like be ourselves no more. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I am know he upstairs now. Hey, Demetrius, you got something to say? Bring your ass down here and talk to me and my husband, okay? <laughs> see, baby, baby, see, we hollering people hear that. That's the only way you can communicate with his ass. You got to holler at him. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on one second. Who is you? What are you at the door for? I can hear y'all. You, who, you can hear? Yeah, all the way upstairs. If you wasn't in that damn doorway, you wouldn't be able to hear. Why don't you get your ass away from this door? <laughs> you know what? Man, right, there's another uh, one of them neighbors. Shamika, there's another one of them neighbors just came up in here. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey, ladies, it's Shirley Strawberry. As women, we put our hearts into everything. May is High Blood Pressure Education Month, and it's time to focus on our heart health. Release the Pressure wants to help black women look at self-care as an act of self-preservation. During High Blood Pressure Education Month, let's help get our goal of 100,000 black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. Visit iHeartRadio.com slash RTP for official rules and a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. That's iHeartRadio.com slash RTP. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Hey, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community. Letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.